Welcome to another episode of the Experimentalist Podcast. I'm Ogilvy Strait. And um, just to give a quick rundown on kind of what this show is, it's me playing some improvised music. Then once that is recorded, I like to sit back down and just listen to it. And hook up a microphone so I can maybe talk while I'm listening to it. Sometimes I tell stories or just talk about what's going on in life. Right now, I'm doing a little drum soloing. So while I do that, I'll just have to say... that I am partaking in a Victory Dirt Wolf double IPA. Feel free to grab one of these yourself and sit down and listen to this with me. I will say that this particular session uh, might be a little weird. It's, it's kind of long. I'm going to break it up into a couple different sections. Um, but I tried to do a really, really long one, uh, not in terms of overall length, but as far as the loop that I'm working with, I tried to make it extremely long and that makes it extremely difficult to play along to and create new loops. So, um, I think a big portion of this episode will just be sitting back and listening to it. I'm sure things are gonna connect at certain points, but I'm sure there's other points where it gets really disconnected. And I'll be interested to see what both of those different types of things sound like.
like a different keyboard sound than uh, what I would typically use as my first melodical loop. already, but I like that. That's cool. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see where I really get into trouble here. The flange. Try to picture something around this point in the song. Picture like a boy in a dumpster floating out at sea. He might wonder why he's in a dumpster. why he's floating and not sinking. Well, I know the answers to those questions. The boy is in an airtight dumpster. It just so happened to be closed when he was knocked off a cliff by a fierce insanely scary gruffalo. That's right, a wild gruffalo knocked this boy in his dumpster off a cliff Luckily, as he was falling, he pulled the top of that dumpster closed and using the airtight lock, he sealed himself up good. So when he fell into the Atlantic Ocean, it probably went about 15 feet underwater, but it didn't fill with any water. It was filled with air and this boy. And they popped 
right back up and started floating out to sea. And when, when all of this happened, it was the middle of the night, well, maybe about 10 p.m. So his first night at sea, it was dark. The night was crunchy. It was hot, but windy. cut through the sky. The moon was full. But it looked like it had almost this Charlie Brown zigzag looking mouth. And it seemed to chomp at him. He couldn't tell if throughout the night if the moon was getting closer to him as it jumped through the country air. The country air? The country air was beautiful. He could see it with his binoculars. Across the long lands, across the crispy screams, are you still listening to this? Because it is. It is a little, it is a little funkin' weird. spot to find oneself.
going with the Bigsby, my electric guitar on this one, which I haven't played in a while, so that was fun, it sounds a little, I seem to always get kind of a little out there in front with the guitar. And I think maybe I went a little bit further in that direction this time playing the electric. It seemed to have a little bit more oomph there. listening to there, like which parts, it's either kind of on point or way off. Uh, I bet it, I bet it just keeps getting further off. I should probably break here and yeah, we'll pull this down. Just chill on that and give a few seconds to forget about that a little bit and I'll cut it hang on I'll cut it and kind of bring the whole track forward but still kind of in part of that I'll just cut out a couple minutes of it just to um, man I'm not good at stalling with the uh, music not on. Just got to wait a couple more seconds. I just made the cut. I'm dragging the track over. I'm getting on the volume knob. Going to start slowly bringing up the volume, and we'll see how um, that song is progressing. So thanks for sticking with me there. That's also the case when you don't have a sponsor. Although, this time I do. Is that what this is? This. This Dirt Wolf. This Victory Double IPA. This tasty beverage. This ice cold brew. This my sponsor Thank you. 
before it gets into this next part, I'm just going to bring it down again. And maybe... Uh, now I was thinking maybe I should keep it going, but... I still feel like there's got to be some editing in there. Um, I don't know. It takes a little bit too long. It's just, it takes a little bit too much time to put together the, the a, a loop at least at that length. It's fun and challenging to try to play to that. But listening back to it, I don't know if, uh, I don't know, it just might not make that much sense. But um, I'm going to cut again here, and I'm actually, I'm not cutting very much music out. I'm going to bring it right back in, and um, really, I should have just played that thing straight through, because I may have cut off about 30 seconds no, probably not even. Well, I went out and uh, determined that it's cool enough to listen to, so I'm going to continue it.
That shit is so fun. And I really mean that. It's like I listen back and I... It's a totally different experience for me because the fun I have playing it and dealing with some of the challenges that are involved with me trying to play the way that, that I do, and especially that I did in this recording. Um, not saying that I play terribly difficult stuff, but just for me and to do this thing of looping is difficult because I notice myself when I listen back, I'm just barely pulling off some of the ideas that I'm trying to do. <laughs> and see, when I was actually playing it, I was just happy to make these discoveries. I was just happy to be playing. I was just happy. I'm happy to be probably wasn't him it probably was you know his managers or some somebody in the line but he sues this guy Sam Smith because of copyright infringement and um so the song I guess Sam Smith is nominated for this uh Grammy 
and it's for this song, Stay With Me. And Tom Petty sued Sam Smith because uh, he said he basically stole the song from um, Can't or Won't Back Down, his song. Well, I'll stand my ground and I wowzerdy. I probably shouldn't even sing all those notes right now, you know, because I could have to pay royalties. <laughs> that's crazy. And that's true, but I mean, I won't have to because nobody listens to this, but uh, this guy Sam Smith has to pay him for it because their songs sound alike. Now, I got this clip off the internet that compares them i thought it was interesting so i'll play i'll take a break from uh the song that was playing the ogilby straight jam and i will put on this kind of comparison thing that i found so check this out and then uh, we'll come back we'll talk about it and then we'll listen to like some more pieces of the super long ogilby straight experimentalist podcast number 28 set Here's a song they're playing on the radio. Stay with me with Sam Smith. Oh, won't you stay with me? Cause you're all I need. And then you speed it up a bit and pitch it up a bit. Oh, won't you stay with me? And then you take the Tom Petty 1989 song, I Won't Back Down. And you pitch it down a bit. sounds to me this is just the way that i hear it it sounds like they said if you take this sam smith song you speed it up you raise the pitch of it then you take the tom petty song you slow it down and lower the pitch of it then you play the two together and three of the fucking notes (laughs) match and this Sam Smith dude has to pay Tom Petty royalties, and Tom Petty gets a uh, like a co-credit on writing the Sam Smith song. That sounds kind of crazy to me, but um, I don't know. That is about all that I have to say on that. And so I'll bring it back up on some Ogilvy Straight stuff, and you know we'll listen to that. Thank you. 
Why not? What do I always mean? Honesty is not always the best policy. That might not be the smartest argument to make, especially when you always lose. You know, when I knew the fact, you know when I knew the fact that I always lose, When I won an argument by busting the you're not fair defense. You're not fair. You believe that you're right. Therefore, you will never really listen to what I have to say. Because you're always going to find a way to prove your point. So even if I am right... You'll never believe me. So you're being unfair. If the purpose of the debate were to end the argument, I won because it ended right there. I was up against Karsh McCabe. It was tough, but... Supposing that killing our conversation was the complete goal? I won that debate. I'm gonna try, 
all. Hardly trying to lose. Yeah, I've got this bottle. I got all this snooze. You know, sleep's the only enemy when the enemy's fast asleep. We're curled up in bed now with count sheep. Herds only in memory. I heard my mind clear. Teardrops out back, blurring, hydroplane and steer. Out of the way, out of my path. Do I have it? I have a path. Sometimes I ride off it. I don't know where I am, but do I? Do I ride off? That's just my path. I'm creating curves. Still just going one direction at any given time. One single direction. Forwards one, so it's backwards. And if you think that that is it, it's always going forward. Well, you're wrong. Losers go backwards more than going forward. everybody this has been the experimentalist podcast and I'm Ogilvy Street
checking it out.